Welcome to Franchise Marketing Radio, brought to you by SEO Samba, comprehensive high-performing marketing solutions for mature and emerging franchise brands. To supercharge your franchise marketing, go to seosamba.com. That's S-E-O-S-A-M-B-A dot com. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Franchise Marketing Radio, and this is going to be a fun one. Today on the show, we have Joe Urich with J-Dog Junk Removal and Hauling, Southern Lancaster County. Welcome, Joe. Lee, good morning. How are you? I am doing great. I'm so excited to learn what you're up to. Tell us a little bit about J-Dog. How are you serving folks? So we are a veteran-owned and operated junk removal company, and we do things as small as a single-item pickup to a full estate clean-out. Uh, what kind of sets us apart is the whole veteran aspect. Uh, my crew are all local veterans. And what we do when we find items that we could repurpose on jobs is we like to keep those items and donate them to local veterans or even local civilians, anybody in need. Like our focus is to keep things out of the landfill as much as possible. So um, you're a franchisee. What attracted you to this franchise? Uh, to be honest, I got out of the Army back in '04 at an honorable discharge after serving during Iraqi freedom and enduring freedom. And throughout my professional career, I've been doing this for four years, I never really had a chance to kind of celebrate the fact that I was a vet. Like, unless you knew me, you didn't know I was a vet. So when I heard about J-Dog and I saw the obnoxiously beautiful trucks with the vehicle wraps and the fact that it's uh, veterans and putting veterans back to work, I was like, that is actually really cool. So just the idea of it wrote me in. And a month and a half ago, we celebrated our four-year anniversary, and feels like I've only been doing this for a couple of months. I'm just having a blast. Now, how was that transition to go uh, from the military into being a business owner? So the the transition from military to civilian at first is kind of rough. I feel like now they have a lot of programs that help you with that. But back when I got out, I kind of felt like alone and lost. But the cool thing about the military is it kind of instills like an intestinal fortitude and an attitude where you can adapt and overcome to any situation, uh, especially in our industry. Uh, we use this term a lot, embrace the suck. Uh, we do a lot of like quarter cleanouts, and on days like that, like the smells haunt you forever. So you just kind of have to embrace the suck, focus on the mission, and just move forward. So I'd say the military helped a lot in becoming an entrepreneur. Now, um, when you're leading men in the military and leading uh, men and women in, the, um, in your business now, there's a sense of mission. There's a sense of, um, you know, serving. Is it that much difference? I would imagine there's a, that that part of it is pretty similar. I mean, as a civilian, I don't want to, I mean, I know that the diff, there's different missions and there's different uh, stakes, obviously, but just um, intellectually, it sounds like a similar kind of endeavor. It actually, it actually is. Yeah. In leading people, um, and it depends on your leadership style. My leadership style is I like to lead by example. So even though I'm out of the truck, I'd say 80% of the time, a lot of the harder jobs, I do it with the guys just to show like, hey, if I can do it, you can definitely do it. Now, when it comes to mission, uh, this is something that definitely is taught in the military that I don't know if a lot of civilians deal with this. When you're at a wartime or on any kind of mission, it never goes as planned. You could go in with the best plan in the world and something throws a wrench in it and throws that plan off. Well, the military, like I said earlier, we're, we're taught to adapt and overcome. So literally, no matter what happens, we readjust, we figure out, and we still complete the mission. Now, um, do you think that going the route of franchisee is a good path for people leaving the military? 
I do. And, and for a couple of reasons, number one, they provide you with a playbook of what to do. So even if you're not the most outgoing or spontaneous person, like they literally tell you what to do to be successful. And then number two, which I really like, there's a huge support system. Like when I first started, I remember doing my first baby grand piano removal and I'm like, how the hell do you get a piano out of the house? So I went on our intranet and I said, hey, doing a piano re removal, any suggestions? And other JDOG owners would chime in, do this, do this, step one, step two, step three. So then I went into the job looking like a professional, even though it was my first time doing it, but I just relied on my network as a franchise. And to me, that's invaluable. So now as part of when you were, when you were deciding to go, uh, you know, be a business owner and be a franchisee, did you check out a whole bunch of different franchises and then landed on J-Dog or was J-Dog just kind of the thing you saw and you're like, Hey, this is what I'm going to do. No, J-Dog is definitely the first one I saw. Um, and like I said, the whole veteran aspect really, really roped me in. So what I did was I reached out to local uh, J-Dogs who were already existing. I spent a day with them, shadowing them, just picking their brain, working on the job with them and seeing if it's something I would like to do. And it's just, it, it's great. I mean, I, I didn't shop around franchises, but when I saw this one, I just fell in love. Now, any tips for new franchisee on how to get that kind of escape velocity? Because ultimately it's your business. Uh, you know, the franchisor helps and they have a structure and a playbook, but you're the boots on the ground. You're the one who have, has to, you know, kind of drum up the sales and, and get the business. Any advice for a new franchisee on how to create that escape velocity to create a successful business? Yeah, absolutely. Now, going into it, I'm not going to lie to you. This was one of the scariest decisions I've ever made because, like you said, when you're a business owner, the success is all on you and the failure is all on you. So my suggestion is do the work. Do things that make you uncomfortable. Do networking. Go to BNI groups. Join your local chambers. Give back to your community. I always say you have to network to get work. And in my experience, the more you give, people give back to you. So anything you could do to help, whether it's volunteering your time or donating, whatever you could possibly do to give to your community, you'll get it back like trifold. So don't be afraid of anything. Jump right into it. Get out of your comfort zone and always network. You cannot sit at home and wait for the phone to ring. You have to put your brand out there, be a part of your community, and the business will come. So be very visible. Don't You're not going to succeed just by staying in the office and waiting for the phone to ring. Not at all. No, no. My, my soul dies if I sit behind a desk for too long. So I have to be out and about networking and meeting people and just talking to people like you and just spreading the word. So now let's talk a little bit about uh, the new reality show that J-Dog um, is being spotlighted in. Can you share a little bit, maybe a sneak preview of that? Yeah. So the name of the show is called Operation Hidden Treasures, and it is on Sunday mornings on the Discovery Channel at 8 a.m., and then there's an encore episode on the American Hero Channel, which used to be the Military Channel, and that's prime time at 8.30 p.m. So each Sunday, each Thursday, they shot a total of 10 episodes. We're in nine of them. And it was so cool to shoot because it really highlights what we do. And, and everything's in the title, Operation Hidden Treasures. So we go to jobs, we do cleanouts, we find really cool things, we find either a veteran or a civilian, anybody in need of these items, and then we donate them free of charge to the person just to do the right thing and give back. And a lot of the stories are very heartfelt. Um, some of the items we pick up are actually pretty outlandish. So you definitely want to tune in. It's a really good show. And that goes, that that wasn't just for show as part of the show. That's just part of how J-Dog does business normally, right? 
Absolutely. You could go on my Facebook page, J-Dog Southern Lancaster County, and go to any date and look within a week, and you'll see us doing some sort of donations. I mean, we don't just do that for camera. I think that's what kind of enticed the producer to put us on, on the world stage. But yeah, we always donate because it's, it's the right thing to do. And to be honest, it kind of makes up for all the, the hard crap jobs that we do, like the hoarder houses and everything. When you donate to someone and they start cheering up and they just give you that big hug, like you can't put a money amount on that. Like that just fills my bucket. That's the best feeling in the world. Now, any advice for homeowners who have been acquiring a lot of stuff, what could be they be doing to not get to the point where, um, you know, it, they become a hoarder? Like, is there some just regular maintenance people should be doing just to kind of, uh, you know, purge some of the stuff that they've been acquiring over the years? Cause it just sneaks up on you a lot of times. It really does. And it's funny, a lot of people don't realize how much stuff they have until they move. And they're like, man, I've moved these boxes with me to three houses. Like, why do I still have this? Or if they have the garage where a pile started, keeps getting bigger and bigger. And now they have these expensive cars outside, but they're protecting junk in their garage. So what I would suggest is, and this is really hard to do, it, if you're enticed to look around at everything you have, if you haven't used it in two years, you're probably not going to use it. So just kind of get an idea of what you want to get rid of, call your local J-Dog. And the beauty of hiring us is we do all the work so you don't have to. So if you had items in your attic, in your basement, your garage, our guys go in, we grab them, pull them out. You just have to hit them with the knife hand, show them what to grab, and we do all the work so you don't have to. Now, what about the folks who, who think, oh, this is valuable? I'm hanging on to this because at some point I'll be able to sell this. That's tough. And just always think that if you haven't sold it yet, like I said, the two-year thing, if you're going to sell it, sell it. Put it on eBay, put it on Craigslist, put it on Facebook Marketplace, but do it. Because if not, your kids are going to end up cleaning it out of your house and saying, remember dad wanted to sell this like 10 years ago, and now it's your child's responsibility. So if you're going to sell it, act like Nike, just do it. If not, definitely have somebody pick it up because, again, we repurpose items. So if it is something of value, we could find a home for it so it doesn't go to the landfill. Now, um, in your work, is it, what is the primary customer? Is it someone moving? Is it a death? Like what is the typical job for you? So it varies. Um, our, our clientele seems to be for the most part, uh, housewives anywhere between the age of 25 and 85. Um, maybe they've asked their husband to clean out their basement and they haven't done it yet, or they're just tired of parking out in the rain and carrying their groceries, groceries in the house when their garage is full. Uh, We also do work with a lot of realtors. So like if tenants just move out and leave all the items behind, we could pick that up. Or if you have like, you're walking through your, for your final day of closing and the seller was supposed to remove that jacuzzi and it's still there, you could call us. We pick that up. Uh, We also do non-structural demos. So if you have like a playground in your backyard and you're, you're an empty nester and you just want the playground guard gone, we could grab that. Or if you have a shed that's falling apart, we could demo and haul that off. So there's really not one type of customer we have because literally everyone has junk. So it's just a matter of time until you're ready to get rid of it. And then you just call the veterans at JDOL. Now, as part of your business, uh, you mentioned networking. Is knowing kind of like a lot of real estate agents, is that critical to, for your job? Because the more you know, the more people are going to refer business to you? Or is it, do you just kind of wait for the consumer to find you or you find the consumer that needs you? No, it's critical to have... Um, real estate agents in your network because word of mouth, especially in my territory, because we're just outside Lancaster, Pennsylvania, which is like Amish country. 
Word of mouth down here is everything. That's why I get probably 60% of my work is we do a good job for a realtor once and then they talk to their realtor friends and it's just, it, it's key. So take care of your realtors, take care of everyone in your network group and just, just always communicate. Just if you can't do something, be honest. If you can do something, be honest. So it's all about communication and making sure your network is taken care of. Good stuff. Well, congratulations on all the success. If somebody wants to learn more about the J-Dog opportunity or even get a hold of you in uh, Southern Lancaster County, what are the best coordinates? So worldwide for the J-Dog opportunity, just Google www.jdog.com and that will send you to the main landing page because there's also two parts of J-Dog. There's a carpet cleaning and a junk removal. So that will put you where you could kind of make that decision. Now, if you'd like to contact me, I'm the J-Dog of Southern Lancaster County. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, um, and you could also find me online. And we also started a film company called Final Formation Films because we like to do these fun videos while we're on jobs. So if you Google my name, which is Joe Urich, J-O-E-Y-U-R-I-C-K, I'm on YouTube, and you can check out all of our fun videos of what we do on jobs. Good stuff. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story today. You're doing important work, and we appreciate you. Hey, Lee, thank you for the opportunity. It was great meeting you. All right, this is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on Franchise Marketing Radio.